Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in our mini-series dedicated to the relational models theory. I think it is time to finalize the mini-series because there are not so many topics to discuss. Yet, if you have any ideas, if you have any questions, please send them to me. You can email them to me or write them down in the comment section down below. With regard to the relational model theory, there is one more thing that I would like to share with you, and namely it is the measurement. And measuring different relational models is really an issue. I know because I conducted several studies that were investigating the impact of relational models on, for example, firm performance or something like this. And the main issue that we encountered was that we found a good questionnaire by Haslam and Fisk. I think it comes from their paper in 1999. And the approach was a good one, but there are some issues. For instance, it doesn't matter how many times we try this questionnaire, it has always the convergent and discriminant validity issues. For instance, some of the items, uh, like the first item for the authority ranking, that one of them can take something from somebody else and he is not obliged to give it back, is something that never works. At least the factor loading, whatever types of relationship you test, and we even tried testing these items with the military, where we assumed that authority ranking would be a dominant model of relationship, the loading is very low. The other issue is the discriminant validity and the communal sharing and the quality matching, they're really overlapping. And each time we made a study, we had to either skip one of the models or we had to skip several items. That is probably not so good. The next issue that we had with this questionnaire was the nature of the constructs. Because they position this questionnaire as a reflective measure of relational models. But if you look at the items, it comes to your mind immediately that it is a formative measure, because these dimensions, they seem to measure the relational model directly. It is always a very debatable question, because the most of the measures are of a reflective nature, and most formative measures are used in different other fields of science. In the social sciences, it is very confusing, because sometimes the items sound as if they are reflective, but they might be indeed formative. And it seems that as these dimensions are all they could find, and even the additional items were what they needed to add to understand what kind of relational model it is, it seems that these dimensions are formative, they form the construct. And in this event, it introduces the huge difference, then they should be treated differently, and then the loadings are not so important. This could explain, for example, why authority ranking item number one is not loading so well, because it doesn't matter how it loads, it just measures one of the dimensions separately. And I think we have like two big implications. The first one that we need a better measurement for the relational models, because the theory says we have the four relational models. We may have more, but the theory defines these four that are common, that are robust, that we can apply in different fields of life. We can distinguish between them. And the qualitative study, qualitative analysis of Professor Fisk and the other scholars show that it works. But the problem is that testifying the theory when we try to measure it. So we 
might need a better measurement that will capture the items better and that will capture different dimensions better. The not a second application, still the first implication, one of the consequences might be that maybe we shouldn't focus on the relational models and we really have to address these concepts using different dimensions and try to measure different dimensions that actual relational model incorporates, like motivation, identity, work distribution, and so on. Although the scholars tried to introduce these items, but they didn't seem to work. It can also happen that we need a different measure that will create a kind of profiles, and if there is a certain amount of the dimension A and certain amount of dimension B, then it seems that we have the certain model. So it's not about how much of the one or the other you have, but maybe it is a combination of different items to a certain profile. And finally, I want to share with you the notion from Shepard and Sherman, I think in their paper, I think it was Academy of Management Review in 1998, but please check. And they addressed this theory, although they didn't name the theory, but they said there are like four types of relationships. And the two scales that form these relationships are the interdependence and the depth of trust. So there was dependence versus interdependence and shallow versus deep trust. And theoretically, you can frame each of this relationship into a relationship of dependence on interdependence. For example, in quality matching would be interdependence, and authority ranking would be the dependence relationship. And uh, deep and shallow trust, for example, in the communal sharing would be the deep trust. And in the event of the market pricing, it would be shallow trust. So the combination can be that the certain amount of trust or depth of trust and different types of interdependent story or dependent would form one of the two models, uh, one of the four models. So there are, as you can see, many different approaches and we still need to find a good measurement. Recently was there was a paper in PLS1, I received the notification only yesterday, and they cited our paper with uh, Ms. Lysneva from Ukraine, with whom we investigated relational models in Ukraine. At least they referred to our measurement issue because we had to skip one of the relational models, otherwise we had problems with the discriminant validity. So this was the first implication concerning the measurement. The second implication is of course concerning practice. If you apply the relational models theory, you have to be aware that these items are confused, this understanding of models is confusing not only for those who try to measure them, but also for any other normal people. And sometimes it's really not obvious that with only simple shift in how you distribute work or simple shift in how you motivate other people may introduce a completely different model or may introduce a conflict with two or three different models mixed up in the same relationship. This also indicates that you have to be aware of what happens within the relationship and you have to know what kind of signals you send to other parties and what kind of signals they are sending to you. And theoretically, if you understand it, if you can clarify each model of relationships, make it nice, then you can also make your relationship with this person very efficient and effective, so without conflicts and leading to a good goal. I hope this mini-series was interesting and I hope it helps you in whatever you do in your life, is it research or practice or maybe just for your family or for your friends. It can happen that now you can form your shape your relationships better than they used to be. 
and it is always easy to correct something. It is always easy to talk to people and say that we have a good relationship, but it seems that we do a mistake here. It seems that you're treating me not as I want to be treated or I'm treating you not as you want to be treated. Let's change the small aspect. Let's come to the original model of relationships, the communal sharing, equality matching, authority ranking or market pricing. And this might make the relationships much cleaner and much better and make them to a joyful event for all of the involved parties. I hope it was interesting. Drop me an email if you want to know more or if you have specific questions about the relational models theory and how to apply it. Otherwise, next week we start a new mini-series or maybe a separate episode because I still don't know what I'm going to talk about. If you have any requests, ideas, or urgencies, please let me know and maybe I can address them in the next episode. Wish you all the best, see you in the next episode, and bye-bye.